Okay, let's talk mountain biking now. And I was doing a quick little search for our next guest. And when you search for the internet, and it throws up a whole lot of pictures, I don't think there's a single picture of him being clean because he's a mountain biker. And these guys just love the dirt. And his Wikipedia page is the best one because there's a picture of him at the Cape Epic after stage six, which is always a difficult one, smiling, but he's filthy dirty. Philip Bass, have you, have you washed your face a little bit before you've spoken to me now? Uh, John, yes, um, I am. I'm clean, um, <laughs> and yeah, no, no, I don't always look like that. <laughs> I'm imagining mountain bikers always just have some sort of dirt somewhere on their body that they didn't realize they still have. Yes, yeah, no, no, especially at the event like Cape Epic, yeah. um, you need a you need a thorough washdown after seven, <laughs> seven days of racing. <laughs> now the bikes get those jet sprayers, and you guys need one as well on the last day. Yes, no, for sure. How are things for you? I'm having your Wikipedia page hasn't had an update for a couple of years. You guys have had a, a quiet few years with events not being able to happen. So, what's the latest now with mountain biking in the country? Um, yeah, obviously, you know, with COVID, uh, it obviously affected us as well as it, as it affected everyone. Um, but yeah, we've been we've been busy. Um, you know, apart from racing, you always try to um, you know be creative and do a bunch of other stuff mm. and um you know you know, it's always always you're also always trying to keep your your fitness on a certain level you know if there's no racing you can't just stop for for two years um you'll be quite quite out of it if you stop training for that long so um you know we've been we've been carrying on with with training and our, and our usual routines and i actually think it had quite a good effect because um you know, the less we race, the more we can train. You actually get stronger and stronger. Right. Um, so by the time the race has started, uh, yeah, I personally, you know, was sort of on a on a different level, and uh, you know, a lot lot more motivated because they haven't raced that much. So um, I think that sort of, yeah, I think a bunch of the mountain bikers and any sports person uh, after COVID, you know, you sort of motivated uh, just to get back to to some competitions. Mm. You were at the Summer Olympics. You were at the 2014 Commonwealth Games. What do you still have to do this year to get to know if you're going to this year's Commonwealth Games? Um, there's not much uh, I can still do. We actually had our last qualifying race um, that was set out on criteria um, this afternoon. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's basically up to the selectors and uh, yeah, they have to make the decisions who's you know, worth worth sending to to Commonwealth Games this year, um, but yeah, we've we've got a bunch of other events um, around it as well, so it, it won't change much uh, to my you know training mm. uh, you know for the event. It, if I don't qualify, I'll just shift the focus to something sure. uh, yeah, so something else that's that's also around the same time. Well, how did you do today? Uh, um, I've, I managed to win well, today. <laughs> okay, so a little knock on the selectors' door saying, "Has it?" Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's also, you know, it, the, um, there's only a certain amount of spots for for mm. Commonwealth Games. The same with uh, the Olympics as well. And obviously, on the cross country format, we've got Alan Appley that, that's just, you know, really performing well on the international scene. So he's, I think, he'll actually be a medal contender and. Um, usually with Commonwealth Games, I think South Africa will have two to three spots. Um, right. So um, there might be more spots available, and uh, yeah, hopefully I can take up uh, yeah, the second or third spot 
for for the for the for Commonwealth Games. Okay, let's explain if you can, Philip. Base. I've, I've introduced you as a cross-country mountain biker. Um, when I think of mountain biking, I think of the the, the epic. It's it's the, the be all and end all of mountain biking. That's along trails and those kind of things. But then I also think about these. The, the Mountain Biking World Cup, which is kind of in a loop, up and down hills and some technical things. Yeah. What is it that you do? What is your speciality? Um, I, yeah, I actually do both. Mm-hmm. Um, last weekend we had uh, Marathon um, National Champs, um, which is obviously the, the other format uh, yeah, compared to the cross-country um, format. And um, I, yeah, I managed to win there as well. Okay. Um, and But yeah, the... Uh, I, I, I must I actually enjoy the cross-country format a lot more, and I think uh, my riding style and the way you know, my strong points is more things more towards the cross-country format, which is um, yeah, it's the Olympic format and okay. it's a short hour and a half race around the you know four to five kilometer track, and it's yeah, you know, it's basically flat out. Um, and then yeah, obviously marathon and stuff like that, epic is. Mm. Is longer, longer stages. You spend uh, three to five hours out there, and I just think also I don't have the patience to <laughs> hold myself back for that long. I, mean, you know, I just want to want to go flat out. So um, it is quite different, um, but yeah, I, I'd say I, I enjoy the the cross country format um, a little bit more. Mm. But yeah, having said that, you know, with uh, Cape Epic being a world class event in South Africa. Um, there's a lot of other aspects that's also also really you know enjoyable, um, you know with that, um, and yeah, you get to race against uh, some of the best uh, riders in the world in your in your backyard, and uh, yeah, it's also great coverage for, for mm. our sponsors. Uh, and it's a TV event, so you you have to stay close to a friend. Does that change the way you ride? Because cause cross country is just you, as you say, flat out as fast as you can. Yes, yeah, most of the multi-day stage races, uh, you know, are team events, and usually the rule is you're not allowed to be more than two minutes apart, mm-hmm. and it definitely adds a, you know, different dynamic to things, uh, and it's not necessarily the two strongest riders that, that always win. Um, you want, it's more the guys that, you know, have a good relationship mm-hmm. out on the bike, um, and yeah, it's definitely different. You've also got you've also only got you've not only got you know two wheels that can get punctured. You've all of a sudden got four wheels and you know, two bikes and two riders and stuff. So there, I think the risks and the stuff you can't control um, definitely. Yeah, it's obviously double with with the team event. So um, yeah, your preparation and everything is is a little bit different. But I think the the key there with with the uh, well the two man events is just to have a yeah, a good good relationship between the teammates, two teammates on the bike. Now you've been riding with Matthias Bierkes. Do you do you train together leading up to the epic? Um, yeah, Matthias and I we've been riding most of the Cape Epics together, and um, yeah, he, he actually recently retired. Um, but yeah, I, I live in Pretoria and he lives in George, so <laughs> so no. Ride, <laughs> yeah, we don't ride together often, but. Mm. Um, yeah, I think we, we formed a great uh, partnership on the bike, and um, sometimes I used to go to George and did some you know training camps there and stuff. And uh, I think yeah, we've raced together a lot, and mm. uh, um, I think yeah, in that sense, uh, we sort of yeah just 
just work well together on, on the stage races. You mentioned the sponsors. One of the sponsors, I think, here is, is your Piger. Uh It's a South African-made bike. I think that's a lovely story to tell. Tell us about the, the, these mountain bikes. Yeah, so Piger is a um, South African bike brand. Um, the, yeah, the guy that designs the bike is, is Patrick Morwood. He's, in, he's a South African, and he's, uh, yeah, he's a legend Peter Maritzburg. And um, since I think it's almost two years ago now, all uh, all Piger bikes are 100% manufactured in South Africa. Mm. Um, the aluminium bicycles are actually, you know, and welded by Patrick himself. Oh, wow. in, in the factory in, in Peter Maritzburg and um, the carbon bike that we race with and the one I raced with today and yeah, the bike we do Epic with uh, is also um, yeah, manufactured in, in the factory in Johannesburg. Um, so yeah, I mean from the guy that designs the bike to the whole manufacturing process, mm. it's all 100% local. And um, you know, the bike uh, from all the other bikes I've ever ridden, it's it, it doesn't stand back to any international bike, so it's definitely on a you know, on a world class level. Mm. And um, yeah, you know, Pygo is, is one of our sponsors, and then you know we've got a, a few financial sponsors that also back us. Um, you know, we've recently got King Price on board, and then we've also got Eurosteel and, and Demacon. And sure. um, yeah, with all that, uh, yeah, that, that sort of gives us uh, peace of mind when we are out training, and you know. You know, you've got the backing from yeah. a bunch of local local brands, and you're on a local bike, and um, yeah, I and mean, then obviously something like Epic is a local race, mm. world world renowned. Um, so everything lines up for for, for a nice story. Um, so uh, yeah, one day hopefully you can just. Uh, uh, end of a nice story with a win on <laughs> an all South African kit as well, which is great. Yeah. Um, we need yeah. to wrap it up. Just, just maybe somebody's going to wake up tomorrow and they're going to they're going to hop on their bike and and do like a uh, down it and wherever around the cradle or whatever. Does the bike yeah. make a difference? I mean, Lance Armstrong before he was known as a doper was that book. It's it's not about the bike, but when when you're riding a hundred thousand rand bike, can you feel the difference when you get on a ten thousand rand bike? Yeah, it's actually the bikes we ride on now is uh, two hundred thousand rand <laughs> bikes. But I don't mean, don't um, tell people uh, that. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I I think at a certain level, you know, the level that we race, yes. with, we're looking for zero point five percent to to beat the next guy, and then you know those things make make a slight difference. Mm. But for the general guy out there, you know, a bike that's two or three kgs heavier than the other one. Um, you know, it, it's not such a big difference. And um, I think the bottom line is, you know, it's the sport is so unique that, you know, anyone can take part in it, mm. you know, from the from youngsters to, you know, old people with even with e-bikes now, um, you know, that is, as long as you get on the bike and you enjoy it, um, it yeah. doesn't matter if the bike's, uh, you know, 3 kgs heavier or, or, you know, no, not the most state-of-the-art um Equipment, but uh, yeah, I think where it does make a difference is on the super high, super high level when you're looking mm, for zero point five or one percent, you know, advantage above your competition. And I'm a big fan of these e-bikes. I must tell you, at my age, yeah. uh, Philip, we need to wrap it up. It's been an honour speaking to you. Thanks for joining us, and good luck with. Uh, hopefully, you'll get into that team for the Commonwealth Games and fly that flag with all the South African sponsorships as well. <laughs>